What is going on, everybody? Fayola Oyotayo here and David McKenzie here on the other line. This is the Power of Two podcast, so we're going to hit it straight with this question. What is the true root of anxiety? Where does it come from? Why do we have anxiety? And um, David, take us home, baby. Man, this is going to be a great podcast So, because we all struggle with this. So I think the true root of anxiety, it comes from a couple of things. I think it can come from some of the setbacks that you have. It can come from maybe your family your, your family norm or your family mentality saying, hey, look, you know, my family is used to this type of culture of, of, of us having these health issues and I'm going to have that. Okay. Or it's the fear of the unknown. What's going to happen next? Am I, am, am I going to get this job? Am I going to have this opportunity? Am I going to have money to pay rent in the next two weeks? How in the hell am I going to do that? Right? So that's where I feel like the roots of anxiety stems from, from those couple of things. Um, this is something okay, that's very serious. Right here. Let me ask this question. Why do you think that we have like this fear of the unknown so much or, or, or we're scared of a health issue that might happen or, or, or a family member might die. Why is our human nature that we're so scared of that? Well, I, I, t- I truly do feel that human nature wants you to lean more towards fear. Human, ma- human nature wants you to all, you know, wants you to doubt, wants you to think, Oh my God, well, he's there. It's not, it's not going to happen to me. We need to bring faith back in that in this aspect mm. a lot, and it's kind of crazy because you know why I know human nature brings us their faith is because a lot of times when we are thinking positive every single day of speaking things over life and speaking things into existence, it's very exhausting. Which came, which gave, brought me to the revelation of, wow, if it's exhausting for me to stay positive. And mm. to talk things on my life, that means my normal human nature is to think doubt. To fear. It's so easy to think fear. It's so easy to go into a to go into a mindset of, okay, well, that's too hard. So I'm just gonna stay what I'm doing now. Or, oh my gosh, that puts me into a risky, scary situation. So, and guess what? That's easy. That's right. easy. To be able to speak positivity and, and and motivate and encourage others and stay into a mindset of just having a light to you all the time. It's so exhausting. You and I right. come all the time say, huh, I don't, the formula doesn't even add up. I shouldn't even be this happy. Right. It feels artificial sometimes because it doesn't even make sense why I'm happy. But that's why right. it's so key, bro, because our human nature tells us every single day, to fear, to worry, to be mm-hmm. a whole part of a worldly culture that we're in. It tells us all the time to be worried, to be scared, to to because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, because we don't know what's going to happen in 10 years, because we don't know if we're going to get that promotion, or because we don't know if we're going to be able to go on a date with that girl, or because we don't mm-hmm. know if we're going to be able to get X, Y, and Z, we should mm-hmm. be scared and never try and achieve our goals. Right. Now, I hate how our society is like that. Absolutely. And, and to add on that, you, when people are telling you, everybody listening right now, when people are telling you, hey, look, you know, motivators and pastors and leaders are saying, hey, get in the book, stay in the word, fill yourself with positivity, watch what you're having come into your system, because that's true. If you go all day, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you wake up in the morning and you start your day with Instagram and you're seeing some gospel of some girl, then you go to work on your lunch break, you go on Twitter and see that there's a mass shooting somewhere else. And then you hear something that you can't have your rent paid in the next week or so. And you're thinking that now, then all of a sudden you hear your friend, your friend gossiping saying, well, I I think my boyfriend was doing this and you know, I think he might be 
cheating or something like that. If you are not in the word and you are not reading or you're not feeding yourself after that full day, guess what you're going to be going to bed with anxiety, Hmm. anxiety. You're going to be thinking it. You're going to be speaking anxiety out there. You're going to be, uh, uh, basically your whole state, you're, you're going to be in a grace of anxiety. And when you're in that things manifest in anxiety, which is so power. It's, it's so paramount that when you wake up in the morning, when you're the friends you're around, the people you're talking to, the stuff that your eyes are seeing needs to be fruitful. It needs to be powerful. It needs to be uplifting because if not, this is the world of the enemy's busy. This is a world of everything. So busy, bro. So I busy. mean, so to 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 go on this even more, how does one solve this? How does one help themselves? How does one improve this of saying that? Because look, look, I'm not going to sit here and you know act like oh, all you have to do is do the is do those three four things and you're fine. Anxiety is a serious issue. It's right? Serious issue. So, so so what how do you do think? Overcome it, right? How do you avoid it? How do you start training your mindset to not let that feed into your everyday life? So one thing I want to disclaim really, really quickly is that there are people out here in this world, whether it was because of a family incident or because of a traumatic situation or because the way they were raised, they actually have a mental issue. And I get that. And I, and I pray for those people. I know David does as well. I don't wish that upon any of my friends or my family or anybody who's listening to this podcast. So I do know that there are people out there that really can't do anything about it. And that's where medicine comes in, things like that. But I truly think the majority of people that have this everyday anxiety, I think it can be avoided by a couple of things. If not avoided, it can we can take steps to try and heal that process. Number one, I think it just gets down straight to your physical everyday being. I think small things of exercising, of reading, of the music you listen to, of just being able to wake up early in the I'm not here talking about being able to wake up early in the morning but just small things like that leaves you mm-hmm. away from being stressful and mm-hmm. stress leads to anxiety and leads to overthinking it's all part in one it's all it's all bunched in one little in one little group and my thing is that when you start to just do things in a physical aspect that just helps you like meditation or or waking up early to be able to exercise or read or things like that that's one thing that you've done that's small that helps you to get away from that process, to get away from that thing of, of, of being anxious all the time. Another thing, another thing too, man, which is why we have made this podcast is relationships. Mm-hmm. It's a true power of relationships, hence the power of two, right? Mm. I truly think that if you have somebody in your life, whether it is a brother, a sister, a spouse, a best friend, I don't care who it is, a group of friends that you do life with, that you're vulnerable with, that you are talking about your issues with, and you are keeping them accountable just like they're keeping you accountable. This problem of anxiety can be really solved by a phone call or a text because you have somebody who's walking in life with you. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. a huge fan of Bob Goff. I know a lot of listeners out there probably know who he is. Love does a lot of great things he's done in, in Uganda, things like that. He says a quote that will always stick to me. He said, the people in his life that have meant the most to him, when he was struggling, they didn't tell him what to do. They reminded him of who he was. Think about that, bro. Think about that, man. That's so They're not telling him what to do. I can't stand when people are just like, bro, Faye, and they just give me advice, 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 advice. 
Mm-hmm. When David, you come to me with an issue, and this is the part where I really want to get vulnerable because our listeners want us to get real. They want to know mm-hmm. who's talking behind the mics. So right. when you come to me with an issue, whether it's whether it's your girlfriend or whether it's an issue with you going through, you know, you know, whether it's work stuff, whatever, maybe finances, you, I mean, we can we can talk about the text messages and the video calls and the prayers we've had on reminding of who David Paul McKenzie the third is. Amen. Talk about that Amen. all the time, bro. You are a guy who is one of the most talented, most driven, most ambitious, one of the most faith, God-fearing guys that I know truly. And that's why I'm proud mm-hmm. of you, my best friend. You are a person who will have success come his way. You will have finances come your way. And I see what you're doing right now. Though. Yeah. You're, 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 you're pouring in to me. Hmm. You're pouring into me. You're pouring faith into me. Same with me doing you saying, Hey, look, you know, you are somebody just because you had that sick, but just because you didn't get that phone call that just because you didn't get that job opportunity, you're, you're Fiola. You can do this thing. Remember that. Remember what he did. Remember, remember what God did to you in the past before. Remember um, how he brought you out of this. You were like, you told me, you sent me a paragraph text one time when I was down in the dump, stressed, depressed, having anxiety. You said, you're you're a bright mind. You're going to be something special. You have to have people like that who are pouring into you. A lot of people out here who are listening, who are people who are influencing others and powering others, you're pouring in a lot of people, but nobody's pouring into you. You need to find people who's pouring back into you because there's going to be some times, Tony Robbins, all these guys have guys to pour back into them because they're the ones pouring into others. Because if they don't, they're going to be, they're going to be, they're going to go crazy. Now I want to jump back onto your points that you said. You said, number one, you know, surrounding yourself with people, relationships. Number two, you were talking about exercise and being physical. Ed Milet said, there's a study that says if you get up in the morning, and you're having a bad day and you're, and you're feeling down. If you exercise and you start working out just by your body being in a state of movement and mm-hmm. taking a step forward, it automatically gets you 50% of the people, they, 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 they don't feel anxiety anymore, right? So Faye makes a great point here. Get your body intact physically. Wake up, get your mind, challenge your mind, challenge your body. And then relationships, like you said, having people around you that's pouring back into you, right? Because me and you, Faye, have been through things with our finances, mm-hmm. with relationships, mm-hmm. family, all of these things. And we've only gone through it saying, hey, look, man, you know who you are. Remember that you did? The, remember that thing that you created? Remember that event that you hosted? Remember that concert that you played in? Remember those people that you empowered at that church? Don't forget that. That's a calling. That's an anointing. Mm-hmm. That's on. a blessing, Come on. right? So I think when you have that, it's it's big. Now, the point we really need to get out of here is that, one, like I said, you need to have the people around you, but you need to stay in that word as well, too. We have to, man. The word is the key to all of this. Absolutely. And that's the basic instruction before leaving earth. That's the Bible. Because when you have that um, in your life, that's your word. That's that's your seed. That's your stuff that you can build on and read every day. You know, It's not a mistake that people are saying, hey, stay in the word. Get in the word. Mm-hmm. Because, look, every day you're on a line between having fear or having faith. Come on. What can fear what can fear do? Fear can make your heart beat faster. Hell, fear can even make you sick. Fear can make your hair gray. Fear can do that thing. This is a spirit that can make things like that. Then what do you think faith can do? Faith can Ooh. slow the heartbeat down. Oh shoot. Hey, relax, relax. Easy, easy, easy. Faith, faith, faith can bring youth. Faith can bring opportunities. Faith can bring finances. Right. But you have to watch yourself and and say, what grace are you in? If everybody on this call, if you notice the time in your life that was going the best, things were just moving, things were just flowing. You were in a state of faith. You were in a state of faith. You were in a state of expectancy. Go back to that, man. You were in a state of faith. You were probably doing things like 
whether it was checking on your parents or whether you were eating right, whether you're working out, you were doing something that allowed you to be, and people forget that. (laughs) People let the bad times cloud their memory of what they did when things were, when things good were happening. Mm. People forget what they were doing when good was happening. People are just like, man, whenever it was January, 2017, why was I doing so well? And they just take what has happened for the past six months and forget everything that's happened, all the good that's happened. And that's so frustrating to me, bro. But that's where it comes to remind, where having friends remind you. All right, story time right here, man. I almost left the city of Wichita. That's where I live. David lives in Boise, Idaho. And I've been living here for two years. I almost left the city because I did not think that there were going to be any more doors open for me in, in, in the job world. I was looking. I wanted to be in Wichita. I had a job offer in New York City, in Boston, in Dallas. And I had some opportunity to try and find some work in LA. Four cities. All better economies, probably better opportunities. But I told myself I didn't want to be done in Wichita. I felt like God was not finished with me here in this city. Mm. For two to three months, I was looking. Not many people know this, but this is me being vulnerable. I was looking, praying, looking. David, how many times did I want to give up, bro? Several times, man. Several times. Conversations about finances and what what do I do next? What do I even what do I even go? I'm out of here. And, and to be real, with all the listeners here, nobody knew that. Only person I knew was David and my mom. My dad knew a little bit, my roommate knew a little bit, but the girl who I was talking to. Didn't know anything. Mm. My sister didn't know anything. My friends who thought I was killing it in life didn't know everything. I'm not mm. saying that you should be out here putting on a front and just make it seem like life is okay. It is okay to be hurting. It's life. We live in a world of sin and of tragedy and of very tough times. But one thing that I did was my second point of how to get over anxiety was I had to literally call David and him see me in tears or send him text. And David, I want you to talk about also the same with you. Mm -hmm. Real quick, to to, to finish my story, the things that he said was, hey man, do not forget what you have done so far. Do not forget Mm. your skill set. And he reminded me of who I was. That in Mm. its own allowed me, and bro, you have to understand, all these things that he does just get me through the next day. I'm not worried mm-hmm. about it getting me through the next week or the next month or the next year. All I'm worried about is, hey, how am I going to make it to tomorrow? And just a simple reminder gets me to tomorrow. And it gets me waking up. And it gets me pushing on with life. And, if, and, 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 and it gives me fuel to just keep on going. Right. That's so good, man. I mean, like I said, I can relate with that too. Like, I mean, you know, you're talking to, you know, two guys here where it's like, Hey, look, things, things have been, you know, have been, go- have, have gone well, but there was a lot of times, a lot of moments in life, especially recently where, Hey, you go speak to a big event. <clears throat> you're at, you're in big circles. You're doing these things, but you go back and you're struggling financially. You're struggling with these things. It's it, it you're dealing with those setbacks. So you know this is this is real stuff right here. And dealing with that anxiety now, a lot of people out there with their anxiety and their issues, they will they will say they will like to you know blame God and say this is this is I can't believe this this is this is you know I can't believe He would do this to me and all that. It's like He's not God's not a person that's gonna put this on you. 
like that. He's a person of abundance, mm. right? So we have to know that, look, maybe you made a bad decision. Maybe a bad choice was made or whatever. And you're in that situation. That's not from him. But guess what? You're about to come out of that. And you need mm. people around you to tell you to come out of that. Mm. You know, one thing I do a lot of, and I know Faye does too, is whenever I might need some energy or stuff like that, I go back to older clips of myself. It's not living in the past. But sometimes going back to a time in your life where things were rolling, things were in rhythm, things had energy, mm. right? And you go back to a time, you look at those videos and you say, what was I doing? Look at my, look at the light that was in me there. Mm. Look at the energy that was behind me there. Mm. How do I get that back? Mm. You know, a lot of people were all children of God. A lot of people, especially we get to adults and we stop being children anymore, you know? And I think we need to continue to start to stay on that, on that path of saying, Hey, look, man, you know, I'm not going to stop being vulnerable. I'm going to go back and remember where I was in a good time in my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get that energy back in my life. And I'm going to surround myself with great people around me who are mm. pouring into me positivity, mm. faith, okay, and scripture. Every day when you're thinking of things that you're doing, your job or, you know, sports and all that, just measure yourself on which pendulum that you're on. Come on. Are you on the fair side or are you on the face side? You know, what's coming out of your mouth? Man, I'm never going to get that job. It's probably not a fit for me. Everybody gets stuff but me. I kind of know what side that is on. But if, you also, if you're on the other side and saying, I know I'm blessed and highly favored. I know I have great people around me. I know that I'm going to be walking into great things. I know I'm asking for an avalanche of abundance mm-hmm. of influence and finances yeah. and wealth and, 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 and being known around the world globally uh, through my talents and gifts. And I'm speaking these things out there. And people around you, and people around you are pouring that into you. I guarantee you something's happening. Mm. The door's open. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. So as you're speaking right now, I went to go get my Bible, and I want to end this podcast with this verse. I think it's so huge. I think it wraps up this entire podcast perfectly. It's in Matthew 6, and it's around verses 25 all the way to 34. I'm just going to read a couple verses here and there, and they're going to exactly pinpoint what we're talking about here. Matthew 6, 30, 25. This is Jesus talking. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Verse 27 says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? <laughs> Worrying is a waste of time. It doesn't add anything to your life. So why not do anything? Why not do something that will add to your life? Mm-hmm. Right? And as we kind of get mm. time here, it says, verse 32, verse 33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. And my favorite, one of my favorite verses ever in this Bible, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And guys, what we're saying here is this is not going to be easy. All right. Cause it's not easy for us. It's not easy for anybody because like we said at the beginning of this podcast, human nature wants you to fall mm-hmm. back into doubting yourself and anxiety and the enemies and the enemy wants to be busy. Right. But if you continue every day to make it a point to have relationships around you, that's pouring into yourself, pouring into your physical, emotional, spiritual, intellectual self and staying in that word and staying on that faith pendulum, I guarantee you'll come out um, higher and you'll come out stronger and you'll come out with success and blessed um, in the next phase of your life. Everybody, David and I are feeling it right now. We are going to talk about how fun this podcast was talking about. We are 20 minutes. David, what you got for us? Hey, man. Keep pushing. Keep having faith. Keep believing. Keep seeking. Stay on that faith side. 
and it's going to happen. The power of two. Like and subscribe. Thank you, guys.